Welcome to the Good Fight Radio Show, a program dedicated to bringing you vital and uncompromised truths that you won't hear in the mainstream media, discussing contemporary issues in light of the Bible and how these issues relate to family, culture, and the church. The heart of this show is to glorify Jesus Christ and expose the works of darkness as he is commanded in Ephesians 5.11. Now here's your host, Good Fight Ministries' own Chad Davidson. Welcome back to the Good Fight Radio Show. I'm your host, Chad Davidson of Good Fight Ministries, and with me as always is the president and founder of Good Fight Ministries and pastor of Blessed Hope Chapel in Simi Valley, California, Pastor Joe Schimmel. How are we doing today? I'm grieved because of what we're going to talk about, but I'm rejoicing in Jesus because he is on the throne. Amen. Sorrowful, yet always rejoicing. And Amen. speaking of that, how are you doing over there, Tony Palacio? The show's Belusi. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of that, I'm getting over being sick. So yes. that was my sorrow, but I'm feeling better now. So. Praise right. the Lord. Tom. Praise the Lord. Yeah. The Lord's mercies are new every morning. Amen. And yeah. I am excited because we're going to talk about something important. And I, I think even though these things are sad when we first talk about them, these things are upsetting. I, I've seen a lot of things online and so forth. But all of that, I, I think it, it's always a good opportunity for maybe some parents, you know, and and hopefully this will be an episode that would be a blessing to you to maybe, um, I guess, take stock and check out some of the stuff that maybe is getting into the ether of your internet, uh, getting onto maybe what's going on in your household and and so forth. So we're going to talk directly to that because we are going to talk about little Nas X and his recent video and shoes and I want to give a breakdown. I'm glad that we don't have to play any video, in all honesty, because I think it would be kind of useless uh, just because it's so uh, repugnant uh, what we're going to be talking about today. But I'm sure a lot of you have already heard about little Nas X's. And I'm only going to say that so many times today, but uh, his recent song that came out, Montero, Call Me By Your Name, and the music video that dropped. I was sent it, I think, only a few minutes after it was put out uh, by a brother in Christ. He said, dude, this is the most demonic thing I've ever seen. And that's exactly right. It was one of the most demonic, openly demonic things I had ever uh, seen. I put it at double speed, and even that, I was like, okay, this is just ridiculous. And basically, that song is, you know, regardless about what the song is about, we don't even have to get into that part, but the music video itself is basically the rapper, uh, and we'll get into some of his older music because maybe you don't know this song, but you'll know probably one that went quite viral before this. But in the music video, um, the rapper goes and not only goes into the what's seemingly the Garden of Eden, uh, there's a snake there, he ends up Uh, being kissed by that snake and then eventually taking a stripper pole all the way down to hell where he gives a lap dance to Satan and uh, he then, it seems, has some sort of uh, homosexual sexual exploit with Satan down there. And, I mean, that's pretty much all you need to know about the song and and the music video. That's that's what was going on there. Uh, There's not much subtlety there. It was just absolutely openly satanic. And to back that up... Well, just, he did yeah, have a sexual experience with Satan. We'll just say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's what I was trying to get out as as, yeah, as, hey. as quiet as possible, I guess you could say. Um, but but yes, that's exactly what took place. Very and, perverse. And then to back that up, uh, there was a shoe that they dropped, uh, what they called Satan Shoes. In fact, that was even the name of the website when you went to go buy them. And the shoe that they were going to sell was going to be 
issue dedicated to Satan. It has a pentagram on it. It has Luke 10, 18, which says, I saw Satan falling from heaven. What an interesting, like lightning falling from heaven. What an interesting text to uh, glory in not only your shame, but glory in uh, being a loser and falling down from heaven uh, rather than, you know, recognizing what we get to have in the victory of Christ. and. And it's just, it's a really heartbreaking thing. And some of the things about this shoe, I'll I'll point out, not only Pentagram having 666 on it, but he actually sold 666 copies, or I guess makes pairs uh, pairs of the shoe. And he he sold that shoe once again to reference Luke 10, 18. He wrote, or he sold them at $1,018. Now, I want to point this out because plenty of people made videos, whether Candace Owens or, or others, and said, hey, we need to boycott Nike. And hey, don't get me wrong. We got enough reasons to boycott Nike. If you don't want to write, wear Nike, that's fine. But in this case, they have actually sued uh, to stop the sale. Of course, uh, that doesn't matter because all 666 sold out in less than a minute. That's $1,000. And eighteen dollars shoes. So you where the nation's at selling in less, selling out six hundred and sixty-six of them. That's right. Yep. In less than a minute. So that's going to give us the background about about what we really want to talk about here today. Because this, as you already mentioned, is you, wanna, you want to finish your thought on Nike. Oh yeah, just just on Nike. Yeah, let, let me finish that out. Nike actually sued them because the the problem is is that. A lot of people said, hey, I, I'm not going to wear Nike and so forth, and that's fine. But nonetheless, the grounds they were doing that on was on the fact that they thought that Nike had made this shoe. But really, it was a customized shoe that was made from Nikes, a pair of Nikes. So it wasn't actually Nike that came out and put out this shoe. So we also, even though we're not you know, here to support Nike or anything, we also want to deal with truth. We don't want to just throw out Amen. things that aren't true. And there's a lot to go off of, and we can uh, point our prayers and our correction in the proper area. So that's what we want to do today. And I think for this show, for this episode, I think you kind of have enough of this is satanic, this is horrific, and I think that we all kind of saw it and we're like, wow, it's so overt. I mean, we, you're, you're working on, obviously, the update to the Social, Social Rock and Roll. You just did a thing on, on Billie Eilish you're working on as well. So we've seen a lot of the satanic stuff. I've had to talk about that with my children recently. But this one coming out the week after we get from, home from Texas. Billie Eilish coming out with the album of the year right before. Very Billie dark Eilish. and demonic. And then him afterwards. That's right. So I found it very interesting, which right after we started the burners again, uh, to get it going on the Soul the Social Rock and Roll. We're working on this, both right now, guys. This goes Yeah, amen. And and the Marvel Islam and that, documentary. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, yeah, and yeah. Islam. So we, we get we got a number us. number of things <laughs> on the another number of pots on the on the flame there. You won't know so, who so. martyred us. Yeah. <laughs> was it them, them, or them? <laughs> but but them praise, them. praise the Lord, you know. And with all that, you know, we want to we want to thank all our supporters, you know, who are helping out with that. You know, we just got some new Patreon as well at Patreon.com/slash/GoodFight. So want to thank you guys for that, but. Joe, I mean, what is there to say about all this? <laughs> you know, it's funny. We both talked about before the show how heartbreaking it is, you know? And uh, and it's interesting because, folks, it's not just, you know, if you're an atheist, you know, you just believe we all came out of nothing, which is absolute scientific impossibility, uh, and you don't believe in God, you don't believe in spiritual warfare, then you're not going to get it, you know? You're not going to see the spiritual warfare, what's going on here. If you understand that there's a battle for our souls, if you understand that there is light and darkness there's good and evil there's god and satan there's heaven and hell then you realize what the stakes are here and it's interesting uh and i don't know a whole lot a whole lot about her spirituality 
But uh, South Dakota Governor Kristi Noem, uh, she tweeted to him in a tweet, our kids are you know, being told that this kind of product is not only okay, it's exclusive. But do you know what's more exclusive? Their God-given eternal soul. We're in a fight for the soul of our nation. We need to fight hard, and we need to fight smart. We have to win. Uh, I like the fact that she you know, was cognizant of the fact that these things are targeting our children. Mm. And some of you, I know you have Chad because we discussed it. I'm not sure if you had Tony, but uh, there's videos, TikTok videos of him performing before, if it's not thousands, hundreds of kids at a time, you yeah. know? And I mean, little kids, five, six, seven, eight, six, seven, eight, nine, eight, nine, ten. I'm not sure what their ages are. Yep. They look all over the spectrum. These little kids, man, and they're just jumping up and down to his music and so forth. And with, you know, Old Town Road and, 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 uh, and so he grabs them, he grabs their hand, he gets their attention. The parents think, you know, they're like, oh, this is great. And it, it's kind of like what happened with the Beatles. You know, the Beatles came in singing. They first came out, I want to hold your hand. They seem so innocent. Ah, uh, they, you know, you know, there, there's some checks a lot of parents have, but guess what, you know? And all of a sudden, guess what? A lot of children, millions of them, gave the Beatles their hand. And before you knew it, they started taking them down that broad road to destruction. In fact, John Lennon uh, sang in Revolution, uh, not Revolution, regular Revolution song, but another version of that. When you when you talk about destruction, don't you know they can count me out? Then he says, in. You know, and before you know it, he's introducing them to drugs. Eastern mysticism, we're more popular than Jesus now. Christianity, he said, will vanish. His press officer said they're totally sick. You know, I thought I was Antichrist, but they're so Antichrist, Antichrist that they, 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 you know. Shocking. Shocked me, yeah. Mm. So uh, you had that with, and then, you know, you know in more recent history, uh, but still, you know, relatively a little bit away, you had Miley Cyrus, you know, and you have these kids coming out of, whether it's a Disney club or whatever, and all of a sudden, Parents are like, you know, oh, they're so innocent. And millions of young people, they just like love Miley Cyrus. And before you know it, she's stripping. She's seeing about taking ecstasy, glorifying cocaine, these different types of drugs and so forth. And we wonder why our kids are in rebellion to God because these are the idols of the age, you know. And here he does a country song with Billy Ray Cyrus, Miley Cyrus's dad. Mm -hmm. A lot of people cling on to him. You know, he gets a lot of the country folks involved and a lot of the kids. And before you know it, He's giving Satan a lap dance, you know. He's he's you know going down a pole to, to hell, and he's glorying in that, you know. And so it's quite interesting. He he tweeted back to her, you know, to to South Dakota Governor Kristi Noem, and then she responded to his tweet. What good will it be for someone if he gains the whole world, yet forfeits their soul? Mm. I thought, wow, that's pretty pretty bold, you know. So, but it's it's very heartbreaking indeed. Uh, I this scripture comes to mind when I see these artists deceiving little kids, you know? And in the past, it's true. In a lot of ways, uh, you know, popular music or, or art, you know, people influence the arts, you know? The culture would influence the arts often. But in the last decades, the art has radically influenced yeah. millions and millions of people. And that's why you can't deny that. That's why, you know, millions of dollars will be spent uh, on artists getting them to drink a certain soda or whatever because they know it's going to influence people. So it's interesting uh, this scripture comes to my mind quite often, and I think it's a very, very important scripture. Uh, and, and, and keep in mind, I mean, uh, Chad was just showing on, you know, that he's retweeting these different videos of kids glorying and going to hell, yeah, and showing themselves depictions of them burning in hell, and and he's glorying in this, you know. But I think of this scripture, Matthew eighteen six. Jesus says, "If anyone causes one of these little ones, those who believe in me, to stumble," It would be better for them to have a large millstone hung around their neck and to be drowned in the depths 
of the sea. And the language there is very clear. He's talking about the deepest part of the sea. He's talking about a huge millstone, not a small millstone. He's talking about a huge millstone hung around your neck. Can you imagine that? Being taken out onto a ship and or boat, a huge millstone. I guess that would be a pretty big boat. And then thrown into the sea, that journey. And Jesus said that would be better for him, for, for, for you know, Lil Nas X and, and, and everybody else that's doing these kinds of things. And that's because the scriptures are clear that the black darkness uh, is reserved for these guys, you know. And he has his yeah, 15, you know, zepto seconds of fame. And everybody says 15 minutes of fame? No. And they say, that's, you know, and they say, hey, enjoy your 15 minutes of fame because, and the point is, hey, it's just 15 minutes relative to eternity. eternity. Well, <laughs> a zepto second is like, you know, the smallest what measure of time. Uh, and I just asked Tony before the show, Hey, what's this? Look up what the smallest measure of time is. And he looked it up, and it's the zeptosecond. And and guess what? That's even relative to eternity. It's not even 15 zeptoseconds of time. It's because eternity is forever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever. And it says those who, you know, those who are reject the Lord, uh, Revelation chapter 14, it says there's no rest day and night. And there will be eternal torment forever and ever. And it, I, my heart actually, I mean, it actually does. It breaks for him too because he is, he's enjoying his little bit of time here. And it's actually not even really enjoying it. He knows deep down. He, he feels in his heart. He feels wicked. He knows he is and that he knows he's hurting people. So that's really, really no, heartbreaking I, you all the way around. But especially for the kids that are growing up innocent, being taught biblical list lessons, being taught to know Jesus, and they're being caught in this wave. Yeah, and and I I could not agree more, you know. And and as somebody, you know, I got four little ones. I got an eight, a six, uh, a three, and a one. And you know, two girls, two boys. And I'm I'm just looking at this, and I and I'm seeing this, and seeing the the retweets and and so forth. And then I saw the you know the argumentation he put forth. Well, Christians have always told me, you know. I'm going to hell anyways. So look at, you know, kind of throwing it back in the face. And I saw someone actually saying online, oh, this because is a great, homosexual because of his homosexual, if you guys didn't know, Little Nas is a, is a homosexual. And because of that, and someone said, how would you answer this? It was actually in a Christian forum, but he said, hey, how would you answer this? And somebody was writing, this man is going to save so many queer lives because they're not going to feel outcast anymore. And they're going to feel, it's going to be normalized and all those preachers saying that they're going to go to hell, you know what, now they'll feel okay. And, you know, the fact is, is when I see that, it's just absolutely heartbreaking. Imagine knowing that someone has dropped poison in a drink and you are sitting there eating with them and you just look at them and go, I'd hate to offend. You know, I would hate to offend. And you do nothing to stop them from drinking it. You are a coward. You are beyond a coward. You are evil. I'm sorry. That's what you've become. And the fact is, is that these pleasures, these fleeting pleasures, it's not only the fact that he will lose out on eternity. Jesus promised us even here life more abundantly. Jesus promised promised us that his commandments are not burdensome, that actually they're weights that are taken off. His yoke is easy. His burden is light. Guess what? When you don't practice these sexual sins, you don't end up with STDs. Men and men's sexual relationship only creates one thing, death. That's it. You can just die. And it breaks my heart because as Joe has already mentioned, this all started with, I mean, he got his fame off of kiddie songs. 
you know, yeah. that a lot of people thought were kitty. He talked about, you know, the innuendo that was actually in the in the music, and you could see it if you look at the lyrics. But the song that they came out as as Joe mentioned, "Old Town Road," that he came out featuring Billy Ray Cyrus. Right now, as I look at it today, it has over 698 million views. That's 698 million views. And guess what? In the most recent, right before COVID dance recital I went to for my niece, my wife and I are there. Guess what song was played over and over again? Mm -hmm. This one right here. And how many of those kids are now going to be listening to his new song when it pops up on the same 12 million and three subscribers he has right now. Guess how many clicked on? Because that's at over 70 million right now. Over 8 million listens of that single song, Montero, that new song where he's having sex with Satan. Over 8 million downloads in one day. This is the kind of stuff that's out there. This is what our kids are being infiltrated Jamming with. down their throat. People wonder, oh, do we need to talk about this? You, you guys, this is a popular culture. These are the idols of this age, mm-hmm. you know? And the prophets, whether it was Jeremiah or Isaiah or Ezekiel or Hosea, uh, the, the, the sin that has come against most in the Old Testament and in the Scripture as a whole, all the New Testament put together, by far and away is idolatry. Because Revelation 21.8 states that, you know, the idolaters go to the lake of fire. And idolatry is when you put something or someone before God. And guess what? He's trying to get them. I mean, Satan's always desired to be worshipped, you know? So when you glory in Satan, you glory in anything. But ultimately, I mean, they don't have to worship Satan. Well, they're not going to worship the devil. Well, just, just putting him and his perversity before God is an act of idolatry. And that goes with any artist. And we have to deal with this, and we can't act like it's not a big deal. And sometimes as Christians, we're sheltered. We don't realize, you know, how serious this is, but there's literally millions and millions of kids being groomed towards Satanism or just toward the, the, the broad path that leads to destruction. It's interesting. It says, Peter also says, not only in verse 17 as he talk about these false teachers, uh, you know, going to the black darkness forever, but he talks about how they, they, they offer a, a false teaching of liberty, of freedom, but they bring you into bondage. And that's exactly what this is all about. It's like, hey, look, we're free. Uh, to, to thwart God's laws and rebel against him. But God's sovereign. And he says there'll be an answer to those things. And and it's very clear. It says, Peter says in 2 Peter chapter 3, right after that, he says, you know this, the last days, he says, there'll be mockers that will arise. With, and they'll be scoffers, you know. And, and he's a mocker. He's a mocker of God's truth. He's a mocker of the Lord uh, Jesus Christ by promoting, uh, you know, darkness and evil and and so forth. So it's, it's sad because, it's sad because he, Tragically, he has a special place in hell for him if he doesn't repent, but he's leading many other people with them. That's why at the end of Second Peter, uh, we read about not allowing or making sure you stand on guard, head on a swivel, so that you're not dislodged from your secure position and that you don't follow the way of the wicked and are astray by them. And what's interesting is, as you said, to persuade them and, and warning about not letting your children listen. And by the way, he's not ignorant of the fact that kids were the ones listening to Old Town Road. In fact, he was talked to about that. And specifically, somebody actually tweeted at him most recently about, hey, dude, all these kids were listening to you play Old Town Road. What are you doing? And this is what he said. I literally sing about lean and adultery in Old Town Road. You decided to let your child listen. Blame yourself. Yep. I mean, who does that sound like? Yeah, well, it sounds like ICP. I actually, <laughs> yeah. they saw their social Yeah, exactly. And, and also Marilyn Manson. Marilyn said, Manson too, Raise yeah. your kids better or I'll raise them for you. Same deal. Yeah, amen. You MTV know? as well, you know. Right. They, they, they and when he children. says blame yourself, he knows a lot of parents are 
you know, not looking at these things and it, it flies under the radar and he's corrupting them. Uh, so guess what? He would like to be exonerated from the blame. And yes, parents, uh, guess what? We have a responsibility. We're going to stand before God and we need to shelter our children, you know? And again, sometimes it can be very subtle and he is very subtle at first. That's how Satan works. And once he thinks he's got you, he just reveals his, his naked deformity as his wickedness. But that doesn't usually come until it's too late for many people. So while it's not too late for your children, guard them, protect them, educate them, make them aware of what this is all about, where these things lead to. There's a graphic illustration uh, that I heard some time ago, and it was very, very fascinating uh, because a friend of mine uh, was involved in security and he was talking to another guy that was on the security team. And, and uh, he said he, he talked about a certain area that he grew up in. And he said, I think it was, I think it was Watts area. And he's, and he said, yeah, everybody in my neighborhood, all the kids that I grew up with throughout the entire neighborhood are either in prison or they're dead right now. He said, except for me and my siblings. And he said, and he asked him, what made the difference in your life? And of course you would hope it would be the gospel, right? And he didn't mention whether the, this man said he was a Christian or not. But he said, you know what? My dad, you know, my uncles, my dad's brother would come and swing by the house in his station wagon. So we're talking about some years ago, right? And my dad would say, okay, kids, let's all pile in. We'd all jump in the, the station wagon and we'd, we'd take us to my uncle's work. Well, my uncle worked in different places because he was a cleaner. And what he'd do is he, he'd clean the crime scenes. So after the forensics are done and, and all the, the work is done regarding, uh, you know, the crime scene, uh, the detectives and so forth leave. And he's one of those guys who actually cleans the scene. But guess what? I don't even know. I, I don't know. I think, I don't know if it was even lawful for what he was doing, but uh, he was trying to raise, help his uh, brother raise his kids right. So they wouldn't perish like all these other kids tend to do. So he, he brings the kids in and he would say, hey, this is where the drug deal was going down. Hey, mm -hmm. see the blood on the wall? Wow. That blood is from somebody getting shot in the head. And he said, you know what? We saw enough of those drug scenes, enough of those scenes of what happens to people that get involved in drugs and, and, and just all these types of crimes. And we realized it, it scared us straight that, that we need to make sure we don't get involved in that because that made the, and what a question, what an answer to that question. Yeah. And I wow. thought, wow, that's a lot like Proverbs, except there's another ingredient you need to have there that'll, because you don't want to just know to avoid evil. The fear of the Lord is to hate evil. The Bible also says the love of God is to hate evil. Amen. And I think it's around Psalm 109. The other one is in a Proverbs chapter 8, first one I mentioned, I believe. But it's interesting because the book of Proverbs, I love, that's what I love about the book of Proverbs. Uh, the father throughout there takes his son through these different scenarios, whether it's, hey, if you get drunk and you start partying and getting drunk, this you're going to wake up with welts and bruises and say, where did these come from? Yeah, Proverbs and 23, 31 to 35. Yeah. yeah, and then... Proverbs chapter four through seven. If you are enticed by a yeah, loose woman, adultery, you'll be yeah. led to hell, like a uh, you know an ox is led to the slaughter. You know, if you're a gossip, this happens. You know, if you live for wealth, this happens. He shows the consequences. What yeah. Satan does is he doesn't show the consequences. He dangles the sin in front of him, tries to make it look as 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 you know seducing and seductive and as wonderful as possible. The Bible says there's pleasure in sin for a season, so there's a little bit of truth there as far as some pleasure. Yeah. But it doesn't show that these wicked kicks have wicked kickbacks. And these kickbacks last forever for those who refuse to repent. Yeah, and you sow to the flesh, you'll reap corruption and the fact of destruction. And the fact is, is this is something that I have come in contact with a lot, being 
you know, involved in high school wrestling, coaching high school wrestling for 10 plus years and, and so forth. And one of the things I've talked to believing parents who, when they were younger, didn't follow the Lord, and then they come later to the Lord. And then I'll ask them where their kids are, and I know where their kids are and where they think their kids are in terms of faith, relationship. And they're like, well, you know, they're soiling their wild oats. And I'm like, well, they're going to reap them. That's what the Bible says. Mm. And the fact is, is that meditating on these things, and we haven't even talked about, we're talking about just actually looking at it and seeing how wicked it is. But the spiritual aspect behind just having secular music around as the normative lifestyle in your house, uh, secular movies as the main uh, theater that you guys are involved in, in terms of what you watch and are engaged in, all of these things are sowing into your flesh and you will reap it and your kids will reap it. And I've seen it with my own eyes, just destruction, whether it's abortions, death, and, and you mentioned that guy talking about all his friends. I can't even number how many of my friends overdoses, deaths, car accident deaths, drunken driving deaths, right? All of those things. And it was all this idea that, oh, you know, they're young. They're going to have fun. And I'm like, yeah, they're young, fun, and dead now. And the fact is, is, you know, the eternal question, you mentioned it over and over again. When I look at this, every time I see all this and I see his retweets and I, and I, I look at that, I just go, where's the, you know, where's the recognition of the eternal? Because he seems to not actually realize how what it's going to be like in hell. And I literally just had that conversation with my eight-year-old, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, seriously, because I, I, I wanted to talk about how horrible hell is going to be mm-hmm. because it's nothing to joke about. It's nothing to mess around about. And we need to, act, and I think if you have a more robust view of how wicked hell is and understand it, you'll also have a heart more to reach the lost, you know? Yeah, and that's one of the things that's very prominent in, his video and I've just seen pictures and like five or six, seven second snippets. And I figured I know knew enough about it, read enough about it. That I don't even need to see it. I didn't want to see it. See if Satan give a, give Satan a lap dance, all that stuff. But I thought, Ooh, what he's doing is he's basically glorifying hell as though, guess what? There's sex in hell, uh, gay sex in hell. There's, uh, you know, you, you take Satan's horns. I read at the end of the video, like, you know, there's power, in hell. I mean, look, oh, think yeah, of, you're right. He think turns of, into him. Yeah. yeah. Think of what he's communicating there. You know, that there's power, there's sex, there's rebellion in hell. And that's not a, at all how it's presented. In fact, we have a whole section in They Sold Their Souls Rock and Roll. That wouldn't be the three hour version, but that would be the 10 hour version. And it may be a half hour longer, just the section where we show rock star, rock after rock star, rap stars with different people glorifying hell. Ozzy Osbourne saying, you know, hey, you know, talking about he's going to see his fans in hell. Big old crowd, tens of thousands of people. Yeah, and, that's what I was and, thinking. And I'll be there. We'll have a good time, you know. And we show example after example after example where the narrative pushed through music is Satan's lie that hell's not a bad place to be. You know, there's even a song, a title like that, right? So uh, we, 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 we go through that. And I thought when, I, you know, his particular, he's presenting that same lie. The Bible describes it as outer darkness, the Bible describes it as a place where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth. The Bible describes it as a place of isolation. The Bible talks about a place where the worm does not die, you know? And we're just going off the top of our head. There's so many things that Jesus yeah. said about hell, and it's called eternal torment. And uh, of Judas, it was said he'd be, it would be better that he was not alive. And, and for those who are Christians— It'd be better that we didn't know the way of righteousness, it says, yeah. than turn our backs on the holy commandment that was delivered to us and, and so forth. So it's imperative that we understand this is very, very 
talking about the apostate Christians, it's worse for somebody to commit apostasy and never come yeah. back to the Lord than never to come in the first place. So when we really consider all the, the bigger picture, there is a bill of lies being taught to our children daily, and you have to make sure. And it starts if you start when you're young. That when they're young, and I know many of you can't start then. And sometimes you can just intercede. You can just pray, and that's huge, though. That's huge because some of you are like, man, my kids are older now. They're into that some of this junk and so forth. Pray for them, you know. Yeah. There's power in prayer. Your kids are younger. Intervene and say, hey, you can you can state what they're allowed to watch and what they're not allowed to watch in your home and so forth as your children. Protect them from this wickedness because they're demonic entities. It's not just these forms of medium, these mediums. It's there's demonic entities who are actually enticing them with these mediums. And so you need to be involved in spiritual warfare, speaking the truth and praying for them. Amen. Yeah, and I think that the the biggest thing is is being there for them. Put these warnings out to your children, and also be mindful, especially when you have them. You already talked about the ones that are out of the home. If they're in the home, be mindful of them. Watch over Amen. what's going on in their life. Don't let Google know more about your children than you do. You've been listening to the Good Fight Radio Show, brought to you by Good Fight Ministries. If you're blessed by this show and would like to partner with us, please consider visiting our Patreon page at patreon.com goodfight. Or you can write to us at P.O. Box 2202, Simi Valley, California, 93062. Or call us toll-free at 1-866-JC-TRUTH. That's 1-866-528-7884. We hope you'll tune in next time on the Good Fight Radio Show.